You're listening to How I Met Your Monster, a podcast that explores the introductions to your favorite movie monsters. My name's Zach. I'm Danny. And I'm Casey. And together we dive into the world of horror to find out how filmmakers have introduced us to our favorite monsters time and time again. This is How I Met Your Monster. Welcome to a brand new episode of How I Met Your Monster. We are in part two of our phobia series, and we're talking about a phobia that I never knew had a name before, but it's a name we love to say, Arcudophobia. Arcudophobia. Um Casey, what's Arcudophobia? It's a fear of bears. That's <laughs> sure is the fear of bears. It's a fear of bears. There's bears here in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> Are there bears in Oklahoma? I don't know. I, kinda, I don't know. I kind of jumped They're the gun everywhere. on that one. I don't know where bears are. I'm sure there's bears here. Everywhere. And they will eat you. I've never associated <laughs> bears with Oklahoma. But Yeah, maybe they're not maybe they don't work maybe they don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like to work in Oklahoma. I don't know. But encountering a black bear in Oklahoma is a real possibility. Oh. A black bear. A fact that still surprises many residents and visitors who never realize the animals are commonly seen in some parts of that state. Okay. Yeah, we got black bears up in Connecticut. Everyone's got black bears. Those damn bastards. Everywhere. Um, what is the difference, other than obviously color, what's the difference between a black bear and a brown bear? Like, what do well, they. Well, wait, I'll stop you there. Because aren't there <laughs> black bears that are actually brown? Oh, I know polar bears have black skin under their white fur. Oh, I didn't know that. That's you didn't know that? No. Where did you go to school? Connecticut? Uh, yeah, we didn't learn about polar bears specifically. Brown bears <laughs> are usually larger, have a more prominent shoulder hump, shorter, fuzzier ears, and longer, straighter claws. Okay. Okay. They're very judgy. Um, <laughs> and they have strong opinions about the sixth season of Sopranos. <laughs> That's how you know. What? You're like, oh, you're not a black bear. You're a brown bear. <laughs> What do you think of Tony's arc in season six? See, I knew it. You're a brown bear. Strong opinion. What are you even talking about, Daniel? It's just science. Uh, I love How it. did we get here? <laughs> Nobody be here. Bears bring out well, the best in us. That is the same thing that our main character says in... The movie we're covering today, Backcountry. Yeah, which main character? Uh, the main character. Jen. Jen. Yeah. Dude. Okay. Casey, yeah. you recommended this movie to us. I never saw it. Okay. Okay. Neither had I. Danny, had you seen this? I haven't. You, you haven't or you hadn't? Yeah. Did you not watch the movie, Danny? No, I'm kidding. I, of course, I did. <laughs> I'm just being an ass. 
I had oh not seen it prior to this episode. Well, prior okay. to our preparing for the episode. I'm not yeah. watching it yeah. right now is what I'm trying to say. But <laughs> I have seen it. What is that in the background? Are you is that you have it on in the background? That's a television it's and it's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So none of us had seen this movie. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I did too. Um, Casey, did it did it uh because I'm sure you picked this movie given your phobia. So did it scare you? No. 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 Huh. Uh, Wait, so... I, I want to understand your fear of bears. Beer, beers. <laughs> and then I want to understand why this didn't scare you. So I don't particularly know why I became afraid of bears, but I still remember like when it happened. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't a real reason for it. Um, I used to go camping quite a bit and um, I would sleep in hammocks just all out in the open and have a good time and really enjoy myself, you know. And then the last time I went camping was probably like nine years ago and I was with my boyfriend at the time and we were in a tent and for some reason I just was terrified that a bear was going to come and kill us out of nowhere. It was like I'd never thought about it really before. Had you seen Um, movies or like nature documentaries that might have like kind of fed this fear a little bit nope just nope i saw the revenant but that was after this oh okay yeah so we went camping famous for its bear attack scene yeah we were sleeping and i well i wasn't sleeping he was and i was like hey hey do you hear that noise do you hear that noise everything that i heard was a bear and he's like Mm. casey if there's a bear out there you're gonna know it's a bear you know they're loud which is funny because they that happens in this movie and they don't realize it's I a bear. know. I have it written down. So you do mm-hmm. want to be that aware of is, that. I think he does. I think he doesn't want to freak out. Oh, interesting. Jen. Okay. So I held a machete next to me for a couple of hours and couldn't it's like sleep. Like a makeshift so I, teddy bear. So, well, you know, so that I could <laughs> get it in the neck if it came into our tent. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the car and tried to sleep in the car. But in my brain, uh, bears can open doors. <laughs> So oh, yeah. it's like a uh, velociraptor. <laughs> I yeah, think they can, yeah, so, right? They've like figured yeah, out I have no like, idea. No, they've I, like figured out how to open shit. I know they have. But even if it's locked, I'm like, okay, a bear will fucking break the window or something. So in my yeah. mind, go in the trunk. In my <laughs> mind, yeah, and suffocate. <laughs> the bear uh, was gonna kill me in the car too, so I couldn't sleep. And then, um, you know, the Revenant I think was released like a year or two after. The last time that I'd gone camping and so it's like confirming your fears, your fears. Well, this the words are throwing me off. It's okay. Bear fear. And then I keep thinking of beer. Take what's yours, grandpa. Your fear of bears. Grandpa. Um, And when I saw that, I couldn't watch that part. Like I turned away. And that's the only time I've ever done that in a movie. That something has made me that has freaked me out that bad. Um, this movie did not, so they did a really great job building up the tension. Mm -hmm. There were like all of the shots that they did, like were focused on the people. And then the background was always blurry. So Mm -hmm. I was like legitimately just waiting. I'm like, they're doing this because there's going to be something in the background, but there Mm -hmm. wasn't ever, but, but there's still that lingering fear that everyone's kind of familiar with when you're alone in the woods. Well, yeah, and I and I got lost. I did an internship for a wildlife refuge like six years ago, 
And I got lost in the woods, like legitimately lost for hours by myself. My phone died. Um, I didn't know where I was. I thought that I was going to get eaten by a bear. So that was really scary. But anyway, um, so they did a great job building the tension. And so I was kind of like very tense throughout the whole thing. But then I don't know if it's just because I'm so desensitized. I knew it was going to be a bear when the bear scene was happening. I mean, it was brutal, but it didn't like cause any anxiety or anything. But it might be, you know, I've always been a person that in movies, I'm way more scared of something that I don't see. Paranormal well, that's funny you say that. The fuck out. That's what yeah. made me the most anxious about this movie was knowing it was a bear movie because oh, really? there's really no indication of it outside of like promo stuff that we're going to do. Well, with and bears. they try to turn it, but they mm-hmm. try to turn it in the movie too. Like the people are bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, right. I did like, I liked that part too, that everybody was kind of like, even the guy, yeah. the ranger that they meet for two minutes, you're like, oh, that guy. There's something off about that guy. Do you know who he was? Uh-huh. Who was I was he? like, there's he something played... in his eyes. I need to look him up. Yeah. He played Frank Dodd in The Dead Zone. Yeah. Nicholas Campbell. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I think I, I've always been more like, and Jeepers Creepers is a really good example of this. Um, I haven't watched it in a very long time, but I still remember that Jeepers Creepers was so scary to me and so creepy. And then they showed what he looked like. And I was mm. like, that looks fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Jaws is always scarier before he comes out of the water, that kind of thing. So I don't know if that's why it wasn't actually it's funny, scary to me. Not funny, but, but yeah. like you're describing yeah. three bears that creature Beats. and Jaws. Battlestar Galactica. And it's <laughs> what? <laughs> it's from The Office, which I don't even watch. Just a lot of guys put that on their fucking dating app things. Like when I was on dating apps for a long time, guys really? love to put that in there. That's yeah. so funny. And I'm like, I'm a nerd, but I've never watched Battlestar Galactica. I'm terrified of bears and Beats made me throw up once, but they would never <laughs> respond to me when I would say that. <laughs> so, hey, it's best to be honest. Whatever. <laughs> no, but it seems like and I'm not trying to like, I could be wrong. And maybe you're just using them as examples. But the fact that you like went toward these, it's like, I don't know. Because sharks and bears, like they're basically monsters, you know, yeah. we're just used to them. Oh, so they don't seem so cool. like monsters. But yeah, like a shark and alligator, like they're dinosaurs, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. And that's terrifying. It's like the unknown, like this like beast, this larger than life thing that could be anywhere. Alligators are dinosaurs, Dwight. They are straight up dinosaurs. When I lived in Florida, I was going to community college for film. I took an intro to film class and my instructor that I was absolutely in love with for some reason, um, he used that. And I had never met anybody that felt that way about movies like that didn't get scared. And then he used the analogy of like, you know, Jaws is scarier before before he comes out of the water. Yeah. I was like, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. And so that's why I used that. Yeah. That's the thing thing is like, you know what they're capable of because they are real. It's not like aliens or something. So if you haven't seen a movie about aliens, it could be anything. But it's like, I know that these things hunt and they eat. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's part of nature. And that's almost what's scarier because they're not being malicious. They just are serving their natural purpose, you know, surviving. And you may be in their path and you just happen to be smaller than them. I and then so then the fact that they again. could be anywhere in the anticipation of what they could pull off. And like, again, it's not fiction. It's not like 
alien or Godzilla or something like that. It's this thing that exists in our reality, in on our planet, in our state, maybe in our neighborhood. You know, it's like this thing, which I think adds to why it's totally understandable why that would be a really like basic fear and like really intense fear at that, like a phobia at that point. Yeah. So I have a question. I've never seen the Revenant. Yeah. Oof. Does the bear attack like come out of nowhere? If I, I remember correctly, yes. I don't think hint at it or no. I I only saw it once. Maybe he's prepared for it. I or- just. I just remember the bear like I the what I remember the most well because I turned away from it the bear like grabs onto his shoulder and just like starts shaking him everywhere mm. and I was like oh god <laughs> so yeah you really see yeah. just like how strong it is mm-hmm. kind of like in this movie too where it's like okay yes I get it you're an animal you're scary but like oh wow you once you take over you are in control there's no way to beat you like you're just you're in, you're gonna do your thing. I think a lot of people too underestimate like their claws yeah. and like how big their claws are and how sharp their claws are, and mm-hmm. what they will actually do to a person. Well, also, I was just watching something. Re- it was like a nature documentary, and they mentioned how heavy they are. So I'm just gonna black bear. Oh God, they're probably like 600 pounds. Yeah, it was like absurd. I hope. Uh, yeah, male adult black bear could reach up to 660 pounds. Jeez. But I want to see what I saw, I believe, was grizzly bears. Yeah, grizzly bears are a lot bigger. Grizzly bears can go up to 1,300 pounds. Oh my God. That's cuckoo. So is a grizzly bear, a brown bear, and a black bear the same thing? They're all different? They're all different. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Grizzly Grizzly bears are like the most aggressive so black bears are the least aggressive and the smallest but they can climb trees and then brown bears are next climb up a tree when you're being chased by a black they can climb trees and then brown bears are next and then grizzly bears are the most aggressive and um the biggest so brown bears are just like in between black i just googled types of bears and oh i'm sure there's tons google gave me four results Right off the bat, and oh. then you could hit a drop down, and it says 39 more. So we could just assume yeah. there are quite a bit of bears. But I'm sure, too, that a lot of those group into, you know, like black bear, types of black bears, types of brown bears. Yeah. Yeah. But, now, yeah. Casey, you should – now, by all means, I'm just going to put this out there. The door is always open. If you ever want to visit, you're welcome. But of course. I do not recommend it. Do you know – what the California state animal is. Yeah, I actually I actually bought a hoodie while I was in San Francisco that had a bear on it because I am afraid of bears. Not only bear, it's the grizzly bear. Yeah. It's on the flag. Like yeah, if you have acutophobia, like you're walking into you know, a hellscape of fear. A fear. Mm-hmm. I can't say bear in fear. <laughs> God damn it. I can't do it. Uh. But yes, I know that. Affair of bears. <laughs> affair of bears. <laughs> affair Ladies and gentlemen, affair, affair of bears. Of bears. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Terrence and Philip on South yes. Park. Yes. Yeah. They're Canadian. Terrence. 
Oh, fuck. Do you have a fair bears? <laughs> Do you have a fair bears? <laughs> a fair bears, dance. <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, okay, well, are you guys ready to journey to backcountry and meet our monster? Uh, I guess. Yeah, I got Do my backpack to? packed. I got my shoes tied tight. I hope, I, hope I, don't I don't get, get in, in a, a fight. fight. <laughs> that is good. Back to the woods. To prove Back. to dad that I'm not a fool. <laughs> Okay, do you guys have your compass? Compass check. Yes, compass. Do you have your flashlight? Check. Flashlight, check. Medical kit? Check. Yeah. Uh, Bear spray? Check. Not to be confused with hairspray. Well, I've combined mine. We can make them look fabulous. I made my hairspray bear spray. (laughs) To answer your question, Zach, yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. All right, let's go. Oh, that's all we need. We don't need anything else. <laughs> Zach's leading us into the unknown. No food, no water, <laughs> nothing but hairspray and a medical kit. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you're going to get hurt, but you're going to look great. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of volume. I was going to say that the only things we don't have are the map and a cell phone because our alpha male of a boyfriend oh thinks that he can do all this fucking shit yep. on his own. Yep. Dude, According to we'll Boy, didn't you see the Blair Witch Project? Say. I have exactly. some things to say about that. Yeah, just uh, listeners, if you're ever going camping, you don't need a map because you might know where you are and you don't need a phone because... Because um, emergencies? Yeah. They don't happen. Yeah. Nope. That's why you have flares, but it's not the right type of flare. I don't, you got to watch the movie. This is all explained. So this is a true story. Loosely. It is a true story. True crime corner with Casey? No, it's not a crime. It was a bear. <laughs> the bear just gets arrested. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's the true story of Jacqueline Perry and Mark Jordan. And in 2005, they were attacked by a bear at a campsite in Missinibe Lake Provincial Park that is about 80 kilometers north of Chapleau, Ontario. Actually, in the true story, the woman dies. The man survives. Yeah. And they were already married. Oh. Yeah. They didn't want to do that for the movie because they wanted kind of a. Yeah. A little zhuzh, you know, a little little cute, you know. Which I thought was really good. I loved their like kind of their like when she would like make fun of him and he'd be like being goofy and then yeah. she'd like make fun of them and they like had a laugh and mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, but it would be, a, it would take a quick turn. Like Casey, you had mentioned his like alpha male kind of fucking yeah. mindset where it would take like a turn and he'd be like goofy with her. But then once that other character gets brought in um, that like guide and he like, yeah. he's kind of mysterious, whatever. And I then mean, he just turns into like this fucking talk about insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. The first time I um, when I initially watched that scene when he starts getting immediately jealous of some random dude just showing up at mm-hmm. their camp, I was a little, I was kind of taken out of it a little bit 
which wasn't fair on my part because you realize that that's part of the character. You're supposed to be annoyed that yeah. he's reacting this way. And it actually kind of plays mm-hmm. into the whole like story and the fact and how they yeah. get introduced to the bear. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that actually, that fits. That's it. That's cool. Yeah. It was um interesting too, because it's like, obviously it'd be very understandable for you to just not want a stranger around yeah. because well, they're a stranger. But instead, it's because you're like threatened by the fact that it's a man talking to your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. You know, which is, yeah, yeah. And they, they set you up to like kind of to get that about his character by how he yeah. set, starts off this whole, you know, what's supposed to be really just a vacation. And even more than that, like a yeah. proposal, it's supposed to be romantic. And he's kind of mm-hmm. he can't even just embrace that. He has to still be like the alpha male who's like, I don't need a map. You know, yep. he's the ranger, the yep, park ranger is literally giving him like, dude, I'm telling you, this is literally what I do for a living. Don't do this. That's my recommendation. And he still can't yeah. follow it. And she right. also doesn't care about camping mm-hmm. and stuff. You know? Mm-hmm. It's not like a you're good proposing mix. to her. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, like why take her on a camping trip, like her first camping trip where she doesn't totally. like you said, doesn't really care about it. Yeah. I to mean, be like to ask her to marry you. Like you that's do something that she point. wants to do. Yeah. Take her on a freaking picnic yeah. by the pond at the park. Like, yeah. you're getting the same experience, Make but you're not going to be attacked sandwich. by a bear. If he's proposing, yeah. he should know her well enough to be like, she's not going to like this. So no way am yeah. I going to yeah. put her through that. Yeah. yeah. I learned very early um, with Matt. You know, we've been together for five years now. And I learned very early that, like, he is very much an introvert and doesn't. Uh, he's a very, very, very small social battery. Mm-hmm. Runs out very quickly. You know what? If he wants to stay home, if he doesn't want to go do something, it's way better for him just to stay home yep. and have his alone time than have him come out with me and be a grumpy dump, yep. you know, mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to be there. You know, just. That's his journey. Know your Don't audience. Take a, yeah, know your audience. Yes, exactly. <laughs> especially if you're going to fucking propose. Yeah, especially right. if it's, it's for the special. person. You know, if you know that about this person, right, like it's exactly. one thing if they are making the conscious decision to kind of make a sacrifice for you, that's something yeah. else. But if you're doing it right. for them, you need to consider them completely because it's the whole yeah, the theme I, is I, them. I, it's like making them happy. I bet when they started talking about marriage, she probably told him exactly what kind of proposal she mm-hmm. would want. Mm-hmm. Or at least at some point indicated what she didn't like. Oh, God, but men. Or maybe they had maybe they had no conversation about marriage before. Maybe this was just a total surprise. Yeah, yeah, they could be. Because do they say how long they've been together? They, I mean, to be honest, it seems like they've been together for such a short amount of time that she's. There's that bit in the beginning when they're driving because the whole thing is that they're going camping and they're going to go on this big trip through the woods. That she's reading some magazine and it's like oh, this is like a point-based system on your boyfriend and she's kind of rating him based on the standards in this magazine, which kind of suggests that they haven't been together that long. I felt like that was just a joke, though. No, I agree, but it still felt a little bit like they didn't know every... It was like still kind of fresh. Maybe I misread Mm. that. Yeah, see, I... I kind of admit I was kind of in a middle ground. Like I didn't think it was fresh, fresh, mm-hmm. but I still didn't think they had been together for that long. Gotcha. Um, well, I don't know. I 
not that it necessarily has anything to do with the story, but I can't imagine being in a relationship where somebody proposed to me before we ever even talked about being married. Yeah. That sounds crazy. Yeah. I know by the time I proposed, Cody and I were already basically married. Right. Yeah. Like we're just, we live together. We do everything is together. And then it's like, well, yeah, it's like, do it. (laughs) Oh yeah. I was like very honest with Matt very, very quickly. I'm like, I don't ever want to be married. Yeah. So, and that's important. You we're should, gonna, just you should chill. be just so like flat out, like this is what I want in life. Yeah, I agree. Especially when you're 30 in your thirties, mm-hmm. <laughs> the big three. I've been proposed. I've been <laughs> proposed. I've been engaged for a year and a half. We have still not even, we I've been proposed to so many times. <laughs> I keep getting proposed to. Oh, really? We haven't done engagement photos. I can't believe that you prepared a wedding. We haven't done anything. It does not seem like you've been engaged that long. Yeah, it was October 2021. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. But okay. Yes, sorry. Okay. So we are in the Canadian wilderness, and Mm -hmm. Alex and Jen are going on a hike, which... We have talked about will soon be a marriage proposal, which I mean, Alex would like it to be a marriage proposal, but he fucks it all up. So they're out there. There is six people in this movie and two of them are uncredited. Yeah, there's (laughs) actually two more, two or three more walking on the trail. Oh, yeah. And they do like the. They do like the The white uh, people hiking thing. (laughs) The white people hiking thing. It's like, hi, hi. nod their head. Hi. 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 <laughs> That's so funny. Um, we get that very cool title sequence. That's not a sequence. Uh, I guess we get a title very card. cool title card um, when he's like doing that goofy song in the car and he's being goofy and she like is fighting it for so long, but then she like starts to like mock him and kind of go with it. And then mm. bam, it says backcountry and you're very, like, um, okay. So cabin in the woods here's this couple of. that's on a very fun journey. Yeah. Very cabin in the woods. They're like on this fun journey and they're going to have some problems here and there, but eventually they're going to get be together and then bam, something's going to fuck it all up. Mm-hmm. Um, Sets the tone really right. well, but here's a question. What is the proper canoe etiquette when you pass another canoe? Oh, I don't know. You know, I like, just know that you're not supposed to drop it on your toe. <laughs> no, no. Well, yeah, that's he's an idiot. But like, you know, when like motorcycles pass each other on the road and like they might not know each other, but they see another motorcycle and they like wave. They're like, oh, I hate do it. Like a I head hate nod it. or something. I hate it because I have a Jeep. Uh huh. Oh, oh, do Jeep people do that? My God. Yes. I don't care. I have a fucking. 2012 Jeep Patriot. Don't wave to me because you've got <laughs> some other 2022 Jeep Renegade. I don't know what you want. I just drive it to work. I'm not. How, how's that Jeep life, huh? <laughs> no, I hate it. I hate it. The Jeep life is it. not for me. I don't get it. <laughs> but I, yeah. pass, I also have the Fiat. I pass people in the Fiat. There's a red Fiat that looks just like mine that I pass like Casey, how in this many cars area. do you have? We don't even acknowledge each other. We don't even acknowledge each other. What? Are you just a car collector? Are you like Jay Leno? Yeah. Yes, I'm a car collector. Wait, have we been talking to Jay Leno this whole time? I think so. Hey, it's me, Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It really is. How did we miss that? I clearly have no idea what Jay Leno's 
No, that's <laughs> it. Like, you got it. Walking. Hey, it's me, Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. I mean, of course you did, because you're Jay. You're you're you. Whatever you sound like <laughs> is Jay Leno. That's me. Wow, so okay, that. so what I'm getting out of this conversation is that nobody knows the proper canoe etiquette when saying hello to a passing canoe. Maybe like you sprinkle them with a little water. Right. Like a- Funny Did they wave? You splash, you yeah. splash them. With like how? Who sinks the other one first? Splash, splash. Um. So yeah, I just was curious about that because they were, uh, they were like, uh, were they friendly? Did they wave? Yeah, the other people said something. They were like, "Good luck" or like, "Have fun" or something like that. I don't know. That sounds ominous um, when you say "good luck" to someone. Don't tell me good. Why good, good luck? luck? What? What, what needs <laughs> luck up ahead? Um. But okay, so like we knew this movie was about a bear attack, um, mm-hmm. which we had talked about grizzly bears being the most aggressive bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, IMDb, the synopsis for this movie says an urban couple goes camping in the woods and find themselves lost in the territory of a predatory black bear. Yeah, I think that be- I think that what they mean is like this black bear specifically was aggressive. So I had oh, okay. read something else about this, about this movie, that it was they happened to be in the woods right before hibernation season. I was going to say. And they were preparing a, to oh, basically just feed. So that's shit. why he was so like ravenous. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Because black bears. So I am terrified of bears. So I don't believe any of the the things on the Internet. I just believe that every bear will eat me and. Uh, but they say that they say that black bears like if one approaches you like if you are supposed to just make yourself look big and start screaming and they'll run away from you okay okay i don't believe that though but that's what they say i feel like i hear a lot you don't want to try it uh, you want to test it out yeah (laughs) no we'll all try one of us plays dead Mm -hmm. one of us attacks it one of its runs and we'll see who hosts on the next episode who makes (laughs) you are survives you are supposed to play dead with a grizzly bear isn't that what Leo does in The Revenant? Doesn't he try to play dead? And the bear's like, uh, no. Yeah. How terrifying. Imagine oh. just being ping-ponged by a fucking Well, that's the bear thing. Even if and you just are having to dead, pretend that you're dead. Yeah, because in the movie, isn't the bear just more curious? But because it's such a like behemoth, it's so powerful. Every little movement will just hurt you. You know, Oof. and like if it puts its hands in yeah. your back and those claws go in you and then you scream and then it's like, mm. oh, you're not dead. I'm going to mm. I'm going to jump all over this. Right. Exactly. Show's over. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So they so it's about a bear attack, but the movie kind of throws you off a little bit when you see that POV mm-hmm. of that. Like, so they're going swimming in the, the lake. They're going skinny. Dipping, oh, we get a nice and you butt. see nice butt shot like a POV shot of them from like across the lake or something Mm -hmm. and you're like wait a second why is why are we in the pov of this bear and why is the bear like stalking them and watching them being creepy bears like bears get you think bears get turned on by people skinny dipping humans skinny they probably get turned on because they could eat them but also because they're naked that's a lot of meat they see more meat a lot of meat if you know what i mean (laughs) hot Um, dogs it's like hot dog season (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean it could have been just that this bear was was you know trying to basically stock up for the season and was like well son of a bitch we got like we don't anticipate humans to come around this area 
which was kind of established earlier when they're like, don't go there. Like no one's go, no one goes mm-hmm. there. He's even off trail. So the fact that they're, well, I guess yeah. this is earlier though, where they are at that lake. So maybe I'm, maybe it is just the time of the year. Like he even says like, there's not a lot of people here. Right. It's colder. And he's like, well, yeah. that's why we well, want to go. Well, Danny, it wasn't actually a black bear stalking them, watching them being creepy at the Oh, lake. was it Eric Balfour with the Irish accent? It was. Oh, Brad. <laughs> but maybe he was riding the bear. Maybe they were together. Maybe they were in cahoots. We don't know. <laughs> You just you he's like, stop! Things. I see something. Like, oh, so yeah, I must guy. have I must have missed that because I didn't realize that he was doing that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I thought it was well, okay. which is another. So that's my assumption because yeah. I saw a POV of somebody like you would see in a slasher movie, and I was like, wait a second, why would we be in the POV of a bear right now? And then he came along later with his sack of fish or oh, his okay. string of fish. Oh, and yeah, I, like, I guess if he was fishing, oh, okay. he was Because so he, spoiler yeah. alert, but he basically runs and helps her at the end. So is he just yeah. another, like, weird, are we, because I, I just assumed we're just supposed to keep meeting these human characters and being like, like you kind of established earlier where it's like, oh, are you going to be the killer in the end? Are you the, oh, you're probably the killer, mm-hmm. but really it's just right. nature, it's a bear. So right. maybe it was his POV. But it wasn't as ominous. It was just like, oh, there's people. I'm going to go talk to them. Yeah, it was kind of a weird, like, uh, this whole interaction they have at the campsite when they're eating the fish and they're talking. And he's being very <sighs> predatory is not the right word. A little bit, um, though. I mean, he kind of establishes he's kind of a he's a creep. He's racist. He's. Yeah. And he's definitely like establishing his dominance because yeah. like he I was going to say he like, also thinks he's an alpha male. Yes. Yeah. So like he's leaving and he's like, wait a second, I'm not done with this guy. And like he comes back to to Alex and he's like, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. He's like, tell me what you meant. And he's like very like standing his ground and being like trying to show yeah. Jen that he's like, look at me like I'm whatever. Yeah. But then at the end when like she comes out and it's just a weird thing because yes, Anybody would see that girl like half dead crawling up on the beach being like, help me and come run to her aid. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it was weird that like they set him up to be like this. And then at the end, he was like, I was thinking the same thing. Oh, I'm going to go save her. Um, Do you think maybe it was. Would it have been different if it was the dude when if it was Alex that ended up there? Would he have been like, fuck Uh, you? No, he would have like ran to help him, too. I think it may have just been something that was easy for them to keep the cat because the cast was so small, but it could have been yeah. a case of like, you know, and it was, and all of these petty issues of like running into alpha males are petty issues. Like in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Like, so what you want to have a fucking dick measuring contest? Like at the end of the day, there are primal fears out there. There is something that will eat you. Mm-hmm. Like at the end, of, like these guys could get into a fight, but they're not, they're not really at risk. There is this greater risk out there. And in the grand scheme of things, whatever issues they had are nothing compared to that. So like maybe him running out to help her is to kind of represent that or symbolize that, that yeah, we are just these like, yeah, you know, fragile little humans and whatever personal issues we had was nothing compared to that. You fragile little human. Yeah. What if the bear had like a, final like monologue like a bond monologue a bond villain monologue it's like yeah welcome 
like, wow. <laughs> it's like, have you ever seen those? <laughs> have you ever seen those videos of like the dogs that have all the talk buttons on the floor uh-huh. and they can mm-hmm. like <laughs> press the different buttons <laughs> to like, I want a treat. And then they'll be like one that's just like, bitch. I want a treat. Bitch, 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 bitch. <laughs> it's like the bear has all these buttons on the floor or the ground. And he's like. <laughs> and the people are just like, do we leave oh, or do man. we? Should we run? Or? Yeah. So that, so after he leaves too, like, um, did he just find her underwear on the ground? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, he was a true creep. Very childish, too. It almost felt like, I don't know. That was a little weird. Oh, I was just in Austin, Texas for work, and we were staying in a hotel, and we had a very, we had a lot of gear, and we had a very little space in our room. And so I was looking to, like, push some stuff out of the way, and I noticed that the dresser was off the wall, like, a good, I don't know, five or six inches. And I was like, oh, there's room. I could push this back. And I looked behind the dresser and I saw something. I was like, what is that? Is that a hat? Did someone lose their hat down here? And I reached and I I found it and I grabbed it. I was like, ooh, I got it. And I pulled it out and it was a bra. Oh, <laughs> it was like a black bra and it was like covered in dust. Like who knows how long that's been back there. Um, yeah. But I just thought that was funny because Freaky. like talking about finding his underwear. Yeah. And I like put it under David was gone and I like put it under his <laughs> under the covers of his bed. And he like Ew. he like got in it later. He's like, what the fuck is this? And like he, and then we were leaving and I was like packing my bag and I found it under my clothes. And he's like, I was like, dude, get this out of here. And he's like, he's like the traveling bra. He's like, I was this close to putting it under all your clothes at the bottom of your bag so that you didn't find That's it until you got it. So you could, <laughs> He's like, like uh, yeah, it could have caused some problems. Though, yeah. so I didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, um, I do have a yeah, question so about the thing. their clothes, though. In this, I was a little slow to come to this realization. The first time, so the whole movie, uh, not the whole movie, a lot of the movie, like 40 minutes in or whatever, is them kind of doing everything that we're talking about. They're sort of traveling they're getting a little lost they're bantering they're meeting people there's a lot of suspicions and then there's that one morning that they wake up or the i'm sorry before that there's that one night where they wake up in the middle of the night and they hear something and they think it's like acorns but clearly it's oh yeah the bear and then the next morning there's this one shot this like cutaway shot of a pair of socks hanging with blood on them and that threw me for like the longest time because I was like his toe. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I was like, wait, is Which, this supposed to say that someone so fucking died? Gross, by the way, yeah. I thought <laughs> someone had died, and like, <laughs> like the Irish guy, Eric Balfour's character, and we're just seeing like the leftover. Like <laughs> all that was left was like his sock. <laughs> That's where my brain went. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, they probably would have been fine and safe from this bear ever finding them had he not stubbed his or stubbed stubbed his toe is putting it lightly but like had he not like totally wrecked his toe yeah because the blood attracted the bear god that's the implication like that's why you would why would you show that shot the morning of to be like well i think like that the scent yeah i think that's why they showed the shot to be like you know, what was that movie? There's some horror movie where they're like, hope you're not on your period. 
because like Probably they're out in the woods. Cabin fever it sounds like a cabin fever, but oh, I don't know. No, it from. was. Isn't it um, sleepaway? It's not sleepaway camp. I okay. Yes, it is. It has to be. Yes, because it is. that was in my head too. I was thinking sleepaway camp, but then I was like, when does that happen in sleepaway camp? I feel like one but, of the counselors might say it, but I can. Okay, remember. since you since that's the first thing you said, it has. Well, to it's be. not even fact check. That's what it is. Um, it is. It's sleepaway camp. <laughs> But, uh, dude, oh, my God, he pulls his fucking toenail off. Yeah. I love oh. that we got that little bit, like, you know, since there wasn't any, like, real action until the end. I liked that we had that little yeah. piece in the middle where they were just Flavor. like, we're just going to show you a little something. We're just going to show you a little something gross. Yeah, I kind of oh. want to change my <laughs> movie pick for our next episode for phobias because I think my new phobia is toenails just being pulled Toe off. smashing? <laughs> the fact that it just uh, comes yeah. off. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh. I loved it. And then uh, we get the Blair Witch moment where she's asking for the map but he didn't bring, he didn't bring it. it. Oh, so is that when they go up to the top of the mountain mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, he's yeah, like, we think it's here's the, the lake, out. it's up here, and they get up there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like trees, and he's like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. That scene hurts. Yeah. There's so much emotion between them, and, like, he's like, I'm an asshole. I took out the phone. Like, he doesn't say he's an asshole, but he's like, I took out the phone. And you're like, you're a dick. And then she's like, you're a fucking loser. You can't do anything right. And then you feel Mm -hmm. bad for him. And then he's like, I was going to propose. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's just layer. I guess you should have brought the map. Mm-hmm. You should have brought the map, man. And then you could have proposed. Like, you don't have to use it. Right. Don't use but it. But you never know. It's, it is mm-hmm. such a fucking, like, forced flex of false masculinity to be like, mm-hmm. I can rely on my wit and my sense of adventure. And that's enough. It's like, <laughs> when has that benefited anyone in history? Ever. Can I tell you the story about when I got lost in the woods? Please. Mm-hmm. So I was um, doing an internship with the Wildlife Refuge, and I think it was in like Sagertown, around there somewhere. Sagertown. Do you know where Sagertown is? I do. I'm going to guess okay. Pennsylvania. That's why I said Sagertown. It is in Pennsylvania. It's like Meadville-ish area. Yeah, like Danny, that. you know where Meadville is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. I went like, shut up. <laughs> <sighs> I don't need a map. It's between I don't Pittsburgh need a map. and Erie. I just know what you're talking about. uh so one of my jobs while i was there was to i basically just walked through the woods with other interns and we would um look under leaves for this invasive bug species right it's fun it it was actually pretty fucking great like i just got to spend all my time outside it was amazing so one day there was this kid he wasn't an intern i think he was still in high school he was doing something that had to do with like school Mm -hmm. Um, so he was there and we drove out to this part of the woods that we hadn't looked through yet. And we walked in and we're like, okay. So it was like nine o'clock in the morning and I was like, just whatever, um, you go this way, I'll go this way. We'll meet back at the truck at noon. Okay. So walking through the woods and it was so nice and beautiful. And I remembered like I sat down next to like this little creek area and I just like shut my eyes for like a minute. Mm-hmm. I didn't fall asleep or anything, but I was just in such like a nice space. Like, you know, it was very calming and soothing and stuff. And I opened my eyes and I was like, fuck, like, I don't remember 
what direction I was going, you know, what. And I had my phone. I had my uh, compass on my phone, but I didn't have any service. So I couldn't get the compass on my phone. And since I didn't have service, it like it was eating my battery really quickly, too. So I was just trying to do what I could. I was just walking around aimlessly for like an hour. I found this big open patch and I was like, okay, so I'll use this as a reference point. So I'll walk for a half an hour in this direction. And if I don't find anything, then I'll come back to this spot and then I'll walk a half an hour in this direction. If I don't find anything. That's smart. You know, thank you. So, um, I had walked in three different directions and I was like, so lost. I was so freaked out. I tried, I was like trying to get up high so that my phone would work so that I could call Damaris, who was another intern that I was staying with. Cause we, the interns all had a house down there. So, I was trying to call her, but my phone died in the middle of calling her. So I then my phone was completely dead. So I uh, yeah, I was fucking terrified. Like I was pretty fucking terrified. I thought I was going to get eaten by a bear. Yeah. Was this before or after you had that? Oh, after my fear of bears. Yes. My fear was very real. I had bear mace, but, you know, so I, I go in three different directions and then the last direction that I went, please do not laugh at me. Um, it was the road. It was like so, right there. How long did it take yeah. you from that spot that you gave yourself? None. Zero, zero minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like the way that it was lined up, if I were just standing in that open space and looking that way. There was just forest on the other side of the road, so it still just looked like it continued on. All right, so I have a new idea. So, this is how you sh- – if you're ever lost in the woods, instead of going straight, do a spiral. Just go out further yeah, from where you started, yeah. and eventually you're going to uh, hit something. <laughs> there you go. There you so, go. It was, I came out and I was like – I was lost because I was so far yeah. away from the truck. It was like this speck down the road. So I walked like an hour Jeez. to the car. And that intern, it was like, you know, two o'clock. We were supposed to meet at noon. He's like yelling at me like, what the fuck? I was like, dude, don't even fucking start. This was way worse for me than it was for fucking you. Okay, (laughs) you have a cell phone. You could have done anything to fucking tell people that you didn't know where I was and you just stood here and waited for me. What the fuck? Yeah. I usually when I tell that story, I tell people that I gave up all hope and I like wrapped my shirt around my head and started drinking my own piss. But <laughs> I didn't really do that. Who needs to get lost to do that? Right. Yeah. It's just like a Friday night. Yeah. Hey, yeah, it is Friday so... night. Let's wrap my head in a towel and drink my own piss. <laughs> That's my loss in the woods story. So, yeah, Man. I feel it. I mean, it obviously wasn't as bad as what happened with them and. I didn't have anybody to be mad at besides well, myself. Well, not your fault. Just like Jen in this movie, you took control. Mm-hmm. You did. said, here's my plan. I've got my reference point. I'm going to check out all the options bef- first before I go to the correct option. But Shut the fuck up. <laughs> she took control. <laughs> and so I like that because it was like she had never gone camping before she was, mm. she got fucked over because he thought he was doing all this cool stuff and he just screwed them both over. Yeah. But then she was like, dude, like we're getting out of here. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. she took control. And this is someone who um, up to this point 
tripped on every branch she encountered in the woods. Every branch. <laughs> so that's yeah. saying a lot about her character. I give her a lot of credit. Yeah, I'm sure she had a lot of adrenaline. <laughs> just, just not even from the bear, just from all the twigs. <laughs> She's just like his enemies around every corner. So I didn't expect like a sex scene to start like in the middle of this. They were like about to go at it. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't think like you guys are about to die out here in the woods. And you're like, let's drink champagne and get dehydrated. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. We have a real monster. Which when you don't have any food or water. Come back to this scene. (laughs) I want to spoil it. Um, But then they're like, okay, so he's been seeing elements of bears this whole time. Mm -hmm. He -hmm. saw the tracks. He saw the broken branches. He saw the claws on the tree, whatever. And so he's like, okay, let's get in the tent because we need to just be safe. So they go Mm -hmm. back to the tent. You guys, is it the next morning that they wake up? Mm -hmm. And he opens the tent and the fucking bear is right outside the tent, like just right out there. Well, she, there's like that Freddy Krueger moment, like where he puts his head to the wall. Oh yeah. That was like the night before. Was it? Okay. Yeah. That part. Because he was just there and he was like, you saw like his silhouette. Oh my God. Oh, wait, what? Wait, did I miss that? He he was rubbing his face on it. I think I He was rubbing his face. I thought there was a moment where like the one night he was like outside the tent and he, you saw his silhouette and he like pushed in on on his, with his nose. Yeah. But then like he goes away and they wake up and don't know anything happened. Right. But she hits it. She's like rolling over and she like hits it. Oh, and, and then maybe that's away. why the bear goes I didn't for the see that. guy because it's like she's asserted her dominance. <laughs> she's she's a <laughs> beast, like, I'm clearly. Her. But dude, this is where this is where Alex became like a really good character for me. Yeah, of course, because he's he was like he was like well, no, because he was like you know, okay, here I'm this kind of I'm the boyfriend, but I'm going to be goofy and have fun, and then he's like. Oh, here's another, here's a threat, this other guy. So I'm going to stand up and try to be alpha male, whatever. But then when the bear comes and he just like loses all his sense of like, like he loses all of his like macho alpha male bullshit. And he's just like freaking out and he's crying and he's saying, I'm going to die here. I'm going to die here. And she's like, no, Mm -hmm. you're not. And then he gets fucking And then he dies. Oh my God, he gets eaten. And I did not expect this movie to be that brutal. No, it's so quickly too. Like once they open the door, once you meet the bear, like in our like you meet the monster, it just happens. It's like, oh. Uh And I'm sure that like the, um, when the bear is, when they, he's like pushing his head in and he's roaring and everything. I'm sure that was like fake, but it was, it was so quick. And then the bears that the bear that they showed outside of the tent was all real and everything. So it wasn't like, you know, any kind of CGI, which definitely helped. I think that's what made this whole this whole sequence so memorable, because like this is what the movie is promising. You know, it's a movie about Mm -hmm. a couple who's attacked by a bear. So you're kind of waiting for this moment to happen. And when it does, what I really appreciated was how it doesn't play like a typical horror movie you know, monster intro kind of scene where the music is swelling and you're getting glimpses. It's like, no, we've given you enough kind of hints throughout this movie. 
when he unzips that thing, like you said, like it's just there and it's not even, mm-hmm. it's not even being traditionally threatening. You know, it's not kind of like, it's not, it's just there. It's just present. And it just kind of casually walks up like a dog who is like, Oh, I'm going to sniff this food over here. Like this looks still, it's yeah. just, it just happens to be a bear. And like, it's just like, Oh, I'm going to eat your leg, you know, because it's there. And, I'm going to, it's, I don't know. There's just something. So there's like no, it was so unceremonious, which I think is what made it so Mm -hmm. disturbing. They could have played it up so much more theatrically, which I think could have really diluted it. And they didn't. And I think that's what made it so. And then to see what the bear manages to like pull off when it eats him and that whole sequence, Mm -hmm. I think is what made it so memorable and so disturbing. I watched this movie with Sam. And he knows that I'm terrified of bears. So he, I was like, yeah, we had, we had talked about when we watched cocaine bear, he's like, I want to watch cocaine bear with you because (laughs) I want to see like your reactions to it. Um, But cocaine bear was just too much fun. So then I I told him, I was like, Hey, I have to watch Backcountry this weekend. If you want to come over to see my reactions. He's like, Oh yeah. So he came over and we watched it together. I'm just chilling on the couch. He's standing up. With a pillow in his arms, <laughs> cu- up to his eyeballs like this, and like shoving his eyes in the pillow every three seconds, and like <laughs> spinning around and like breathing really heavy. I'm like, dude, you okay? It's like this is terrifying. Uh, this really happened. I'm like, yeah, 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 um, yeah. That's one of those things where it's like you watch a movie like this, and I'm like, oh shit, Alex got fucked up. I was like, man, that was crazy. And then you think like, oh, yeah, this happened yeah. and someone actually did get fucked up. That's one. Yeah. Um, and then you're like, oh, man. Maybe not a criticism, but that's one thing that also crossed my mind where I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I needed that. You know, yeah. in any horror movie like that, like you said, like it, it's it's effective. It's it's fun. You like it's like cheer worthy almost in like kind of grotesque way. Like, oh, look at that. You know, Jason just killed that person. That's what took me out a little bit. Yeah. Where I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I'm like enjoying. Yeah, because if you were just like, if you were watching a documentary about that happening, you would not be like, Ooh. right, right. <laughs> yeah, there's like some kind of because we've just are like conditioned to know. At least, I mean, you're you should know that movies are fake yeah. and it's all make believe mm-hmm. and stuff. So like, there's like this disconnect when you're watching a movie and you're just like, oh fuck yeah, yeah. In this movie, I would say, wasn't quite... Have you guys ever seen Open Water? Yes. Okay, so, Casey, I won't spoil anything, but it's it's also a true story, and it's about this couple who gets Mm -hmm. stranded in the water, and they're sharks. Mm -hmm. And it plays out as though, like, if you, like, let yourself kind of really get lost in it, you almost feel like you're just watching these people. It doesn't feel like a movie. I don't even think there's, Mm -hmm. like, music or anything. I think this movie sort of walks that line where it feels like open water, but it also is being a movie, uh, like a traditional mm-hmm. movie. And I think that's, I would have loved it if it had kind of chosen a lane a little bit more clearly um, or more directly, oh, sure. I guess. Yeah. Um, like be yeah. the raw, like open water or be a little bit more cinematic and I think the fact that it was based on a true story mm-hmm. and it was trying to do both was where it's not, it's not that it lost me. It was just like, it was, 
it was just hard to, I didn't know how to feel like, am I supposed to be excited or am I just afraid or am I disturbed? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's a yeah. fair criticism, but that was just something that kind of stood out. To no, me. I get what you're saying. Like, uh, it's kind of like a restaurant who serves a whole bunch of shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like, it's all mediocre, but if they just yeah. served one mm-hmm. thing right. of shit, your menu's too big. You got too much stuff going mm-hmm. on back then. They'd be just be really good at it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Just like that. I'm with you. Yeah. So she, um, she escapes and then we get this, we get quite a long, I mean, it felt long. Maybe it wasn't really that long. They spend a, a lot of time on her trying to find her way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like pro- the pro- you know, yeah. And, um, she's processing everything. She's lost. She's mm-hmm. yeah, right. And the, it's all very like effective too. Obviously, because they do the a lot of like the shaky camera stuff and the blurry mm-hmm. stuff and all the effects. You know. So oh, and she like feel- rolls down the hill and hits her head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you know so they want us bad. to feel just just as disoriented as she is. So yeah, just watch. I was like, ugh. Yeah, and she's losing a bunch of blood. She's doesn't she hasn't had water. I think at one point it was like three days that she hadn't had water. Jeez. So Yeah, and then she does there's that moment where she's running from the bear and there's mm-hmm. no music, no sound effects. Mm-hmm. There's just no audio and it's that's pretty effective. Yeah. But she does find the wintergreen leaves that he taught her about earlier. Was she eating the winter? Because it looked to me like she was eating the berries. And I was going, no, don't eat the berries. Oh. I think she did both. I think she ate the leaves first and then she ate the berries. She's going to poop her pants. going to poop mm-hmm. those pants. Mm-hmm. As I then you're not going to be scared about bears anymore. Yeah. She's going to be scared about That might about be save her life. Imagine if that was what saved her life. She just like, kept shitting her pants and the bears like. Whew. Smelled like shit. Like, I'm good. <laughs> Later. I don't want to eat that. <laughs> I'm going to hibernate a little hungry this year, and that's okay for me. Taking the loss. This is a mess. You might want to – the lake's that way, by the way. I want, this bear, I want this bear to be like in a, like a white muscle shirt with like holes in it. Like this like, like a scratching his belly. The Tony Danza. Oh, like the – it reminds me of in Dodgeball when – when uh, Justin Long is cleaning that guy's car and he goes, get in there all nice and deep back. And he's got his finger in his belly button. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Because he's got like the Justin Long is wearing like the uh, crop top. Uh-huh. And he's like he's butts scrubbing in the, the wheels. <laughs> yeah. Can we just like have a moment of appreciation for Justin Long, who is like kind of like. He's a horror scream queen. Like he's everywhere. Yeah, he he's is. always yeah, killing it for sure. Yeah, but for someone who has never gone camping before, she was very resourceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which was cool. You know, like she, I think it's when she's climbing down the uh, waterfall, and she falls Oof. at the end, and she hurts her ankle or something, and then she like breaks the sticks and makes like a little splint. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like oh, that's, so yeah. I think that that's kind of probably one of the reasons that they tell you that she's a lawyer is just that she kind of has to be smart. Oh, that's smart. Oh, yeah, she was a sense. lawyer. I think I missed that. You know, like they established that for no reason. So I'm pretty yeah. sure it's just so that like, you know, while she obviously has common sense, she's obviously smart. She passed the bar. So, well, you can be book smart and not be kind of sense. I wonder if there's but also it's still, it certainly helps. something to be said for the fact that she knows he's a little alpha and he's kind of like leaving all these things. So she's like, I'm just going to over prepare a little bit. I may not know much about, you know, going, you know, 
trekking through the woods, but I know enough that maybe we should have some bear spray. And because she kind of get, she gets the wrong flare, and he points that out. But the fact that she's like, I knew you weren't yeah. going to have one. Well, so I'm still going to. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm going to over prepare yeah. just in case. And then you kind of are put in that position of like, yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Whereas he was yeah. like, I know what I'm doing. I'm not I mean, worried road- at all. Like I'm fine. I was like, okay, well now you're setting yourself yeah. up for failure. There's nothing, nothing wrong with having a a road flare in the woods. Yeah. It lasts for a few hours. You know what right. I mean? Like it was frustrating. Um, but one thing I liked about this movie, like how it ended, was that like she didn't have to fight the bear and like kill it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She just she like she just had to make it back. She just got away, yeah. and he like went and just lived his life mm-hmm. like a bear, and. You know what I mean? Like it well, wasn't it's that, like it's that open there was water big showdown idea and she had to, where it's like, this is just happening. There's no, uh-huh. there's an arc. You could argue, you could find an arc in any story, but like, that's not the point. The point is to have it like a showdown. Cause yeah. that doesn't always happen. There was one thing that bothered me and I guess it doesn't, it's stupid that it bothered me, but um, I guess because this whole movie is based in reality, you know what I mean? There's no, there's not an element, any element of, fantasy in it mm-hmm. she got in the canoe and she was rowing and i was like she wouldn't be able to do that i'm sorry what do you mean why couldn't she row because he fucking the bearer oh, took a chunk out of her arm right, right on top of the fact that she hasn't eaten has lost a bunch of blood hit her head hasn't had water she yeah. what if the movie row. ended and i was like well i don't know maybe they, they were paddling on the way there so maybe it was upstream on the way there maybe it's just downstream on the way back she won't have to paddle at all and then she's paddling and i'm like no she paddling. <laughs> yeah she be doing that. that's a good point i was gonna say this is where it should have played out like friday the 13th where because she can't paddle she's just like alice and she's just kind of like chilling and then at the end right when you think everything's okay the bear just jumps out of the water and grabs her <laughs> I I think that I think that Sam said that really? while we were watching. Oh, actually. Sam and I are yes. on the same page. That's funny. <laughs> Stupid. Could the bear be like all like <laughs> deformed yes. like Jason? Yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tough. So then yeah, she gets back to land mm-hmm. and uh Ireland is there and he's like, I'm about to take these people out on a trip, but got to save the day first. I think I might as well save you. Might as well save you. And that's it. That's That's it. it. Do you guys want to talk about our favorite bear reveals? Yeah. Sure. Ooh. Hold on here. How they get you? They're under the goddamn ground. Um. Okay. I have the first time we see the first time Alex sees the bear track in the mud. I have the shadow of the bear outside the tent. I've got the bear bed. We didn't talk about the bear bed. Oh, yeah. They see that thing, and she's like, "What is that?" And he's like, "Bear bed." We better get out of here. Yeah. Um, When Alex opens the tent and he sees the bear for the first time and he's like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. And then the tent attack, which is crazy. Crazy. And then also when the bear revisits Jen while she's at the stream, taking Mm -hmm. a little break ski. He's like, 
no time for break skis. My favorite one was the shadow one. That was the same part where he rubs his face on the tent and she yeah. smacks him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was my favorite one just because I don't know. I guess because, you know, the last time I, like I had talked about earlier, the last time I went camping, I was in a tent and I was like terrified that a bear was going to. So that was really like, it resonated mm-hmm. with me. You could feel you it. Know? Yeah. 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 I'm going to go with the first time. I'm going to go with when Alex op- unzips the tent and he sees the bear just like eating on something. Oh God, can you imagine? Yeah, I, I agree with yeah. you, Zach. Because that's when that like Alex, my- that's when Alex like starts to like shut down and he's like oh my god like what do we do what do we do what do we do instead of him trying to pretend that he knows what he's doing the whole time well i feel like i obviously I, yeah. I don't think any of us have been in this situation but you can only imagine like you could see how you can just kind of lock up because oh i was gonna you know, say i'd probably just fucking give up yeah i mean that is <laughs> that's just take me just terrifying take me. just take me i mean you yeah, just, I, I'm very yeah. much like that, though. Like, well, I mean, it doesn't help the fact not, that like all of us are horror fans. So, on one hand, you could argue like as horror fans, we can anticipate the worst. But on the other side of the coin, is we're familiar with the worst. You know, we've seen the most grotesque things on film. Mm-hmm. That when you see this thing mm-hmm. in real life, it's like your worst fears come to life. It's like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. I know like this is an now. entertainment. I'm yeah. gonna die, and I'm just. I may as well just lock up yeah. and just be, you know, barefoot. Yeah. Because yeah, Zach, I'm I'm with you. I that was my choice too. Was that first time that we truly see it, like just there? Because it's. I I said this earlier, so I won't repeat myself. I just I like the way they did that. It wasn't like the big. It yeah. didn't feel like a monster reveal, or the villain reveal. You know, right. it was just like right. it's there. It's like, there it is. It's, it lives here and you're actually in his territory. Yeah. 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 And when the bear, when it attacks the tent at that point, you're already like full in fight or flight mode or maybe Mm -hmm. farther than that. At that point, you're just like survival whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you open the tent and you see the bear outside, it's scary because you have time to think. Totally. Right. But how much time do you have? Right. Either. Yeah. It's like, okay, what do we do? Like he's out there. We're stuck. What the fuck? But like once the bear attacks, then it's kind of just like do whatever you can to survive. Mm -hmm. And so it's, that's a great, it's scary in a different kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it is, it's like the fear. Um, It's another fear of the unknown. It's like either it's going to charge at me or it's going to slowly walk toward me. Either way, you're just like, scrambling <laughs> it's like there's mm-hmm. no way to because it's yeah. it's not like you're ever prepared for that you know yeah, doesn't he like doesn't he like pray for it to go away or something oh does he's he? like he sits there and he's just like please walk yeah, away please walk away please go away please go away yeah, yeah. Ugh. well speaking of alex now it is time for a segment that we like to call <laughs> the real monster Run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. You're a monster. I'm not a monster here. You are. You and the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where are the others? Eat me. So I've got a few real monsters for backcountry. 
Um, clearly, I have toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't need a map. And then just all the macho shit with uh, Ireland guy. Um, Belfort. Um, I've got the I've got Alex's ability to find good firewood as a monster. Yeah. All the shit he brings back looks just like wet and just not. He goes pretty what far. You would need to start a fire in the woods. And he was to all find like trees <laughs> that aren't good. You have to go out of your way to fuck that up. Yeah. Well, it's all. It's all wet shit, and he was like, "Oh, he's clearly not a survivalist." I think Alex. Well, earlier, is. didn't he say something like, "Didn't he say something like, does does the quiz say anything about your boyfriend being able to start a fire with no matches?" But yeah, um, but he really doesn't. He does that like once, but it doesn't benefit them. Like, really, you think that camping is what makes you really cool, guy? I think Alex is a cuckold. I think he likes that this guy mm-hmm. showed up. You think he wanted Brad to fuck Jen in front of him? Yeah, but he plays it. But he doesn't. <laughs> you think, you but think his that's kink isn't mean? to like want it. His kink is to not want it, and he's gonna go. Mm. He's gonna use that masculinity no. like to full effect. No, of like Stop. fuck you, dude. As like his, you know, like wife or girlfriend is <laughs> cheating on him. He's like, no. Do no, you no, think no, Alex no. was the one that like? <laughs> Do you think Alex put her underwear out in the in the thing for that is like the it? one plot hole that we've figured out is how staged <laughs> so much of this is. He's like, I'm gonna weaken yeah. myself. I'm dropping this fucking canoe on my foot. Like I'm doing it. <laughs> he's like, um, he's like texting that have... guy. He's texting the Irish guy. He's like, yo, so we're about to go skinny dipping. Just like creep on us. Like give us like a like a weird POV from your perspective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we figured it out um i also have alex's convertible pants he's got the uh the shorts that turn into pants when necessary it's never necessary <laughs> when necessary <laughs> um and then the last thing doesn't really have to do with this movie partic- in particular but it had to do with my viewing experience mm-hmm. um a real monster of my experience was to be ads oh. um mm-hmm. Just the placement of Tubi's ads. Not that they have ads because it's great that you can get these movies for free and I know you need yeah. to support your thing with advertisement. Great, whatever. But it's the placement. Yeah. So I got a commercial just as Alex got dragged out of the tent. <gasps> yes, yeah, The here. bear took him. And then, so the bear takes Alex and drags his bloody body out of the tent. And then it cuts to Seth Meyers selling Verizon phones to... Which is uh, actually scarier than dragging the man out of a tent, if we're honest. To, Cecily, Strong. Cecily Strong. Yeah. yeah. Cecily Strong. That's so I was funny. like, okay, well. <laughs> man, so those were my real monsters. What no, you- Zach, that's in the movie. <laughs> that's, that's the next yeah. scene in part in the movie. Um, what do you guys have for real monster? Uh, I also have toxic masculinity. Um, a big part of it, too, is like, it's not just so, you know, he didn't want the map, which got them lost. Right. He wouldn't he wouldn't take her phone, which in case of emergency, obviously you're going to need a phone. And he puts it back without telling her there's those things. But there's also like he, he fucked up his foot really badly. Right. Mm-hmm. When he dropped mm-hmm. that canoe on it. Um, They should have just left at that point. Yeah. Like you're yeah. not. That's like, really bad. Like that's a true. It. 
is. Mm-hmm. Your foot's going to get infected and you're going to have to get it fucking cut off, yep. you dummy. So, you know, there's not only like, oh, I'm too good for a map. Oh, we don't need a cell phone. We don't need this. We don't need that. But also like, oh, I've injured myself very badly to the point where this could become a very big problem over the next three days since we're in the woods. Mm-hmm. But instead of just turning back and making it easier for us. No, I'm just yeah. going to be the, a badass and continue yeah, on so and stupid. rip my toenail off. Yeah. 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 That's all. Danny, what do you got? I have a few. I just have their relationship. Okay. They just aren't good for each other. And it's because I agree with both of you 100%. Toxic masculinity is the real monster. I just didn't write it down for some reason. Because he's talk because he has toxic masculinity. He's like, I don't need to write this down. I'll remember. I don't need to write this down. I'll remember. Yeah. Bro, bro. <laughs> Yo, I have such actually, a like, toxic masculinity isn't real. It's actually, like, if you're masculine, you're masculine. It's, like, actually toxic, like, doesn't apply to that at all. Yeah, because, like, um, <laughs> Joe Rogan like, says Sorry that. if I have to apologize for being, like, a man. No, but they're really, from, like, the get-go, like, they just feel so wrong. And the fact that their relationship doesn't work, like, their re- relationship is what propels them to go on this trip in the first place because right. he's going to propose their relationship kills I remember, them <laughs> it does though and i remember i made notes throughout the movie i was like what is so great about this lake why here mm-hmm. why don't you just go they literally go skinny dipping in like a beautiful lake like yeah that could be your destination because well, it was all about him. So yeah that goes back to way. what we were talking exactly. about earlier it has nothing to do with her like they have no memory together at this lake or anything mm-hmm. like that it's like 100%. He's just like, oh, I've been here and it was pretty. Like, yep, you're gonna like it. Just trust me, you're gonna like it. A hundred percent. So yeah, didn't love that. And yeah, I guess to be honest, like me saying this is just kind of going right back to what both of you guys said about it's really just him. So <laughs> their relationship, but his lack of substance in the relationship of adding anything. Um. But secondly, I do have Alex again for chugging that mini bottle of champagne. Now, mind you, we established that the champagne would have dehydrated them. But like they're having this moment where like they're savoring this like, hey, I got this little bottle of champagne. (laughs) I was going to celebrate. Like we may as well do it now, you know. And she's like, "Okay, let's do it. And then he's just like sitting there like in his own fucking tunnel vision world, just like downing this bottle. I was like, dude, oh my God. I thought I thought I had you, but like you're back. You're just like off the boat again. Like you're just in your own little selfish world. Yeah. So that was irritating. Um and then my third real monster, and now I feel bad because I wanted to keep the focus on Alex. But uh it is Jen just for tripping over everything. <laughs> if she just took us but if any, if everyone in this movie just took a second, like just, whew, just find mm-hmm. your footing, literally and figuratively, just like find your footing in this scenario, you'd be okay. But they didn't. Um. Okay. Well, do you guys have anything else to add about backcountry or acutophobia? Acutophobia. Acutophobia. I will say that um, my favorite thing real quick, my favorite thing about us saying a coup de phobia is that every time I say a coup de phobia, you both have to say a coup de phobia. (laughs) 
Nuh-uh. No, I love it. Like, don't. That's... I can't even it. <laughs> I can't <laughs> it's like one of those We're things like you hear and you're like, oh, that sounds fun to say. I have to say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I will say that, you know, obviously, I think every human being on this planet has a fear of any wild animal that can hurt them. You know, I may not consciously say like, oh, sharks, I'm a, I have a phobia of sharks. But like if I'm in the fucking water, I'm the first thing that pops in my head yeah. is sharks. See, Same thing in the not woods. Me. Like, I'm going to think bears are around. No. Really? I'll go. Oh, yeah. That's I'm supposed to in the ocean and I don't think about sharks at all. I want to go. Ca- I want to go diving, like cage diving. <laughs> sharks. Oh, my God. I would love to. All right. No. But, but I can't be no. in a tent in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> so when I so. It's about a little, oh no, over 10 years ago. Jesus. I was living with my cousin around kind of LA and working at we Chili's. Went over to Malibu. Working at Chili's. Yeah, working at Chili's, interning. And we were at this beach in Malibu. And my cousin, I don't know, I actually don't remember how this happened, but I was on a paddleboard. And, and it was so fun. And it was like, wow, this really is like, a beautiful experience. I'm just like, so I'm just like sitting on this board, this beautiful view. I'm like, this is unreal. And then all of a sudden I imagined a shark fin just like coming out of the water and then going back down. And my brain shut the fuck down. Like I will, I remember this feeling like it was yesterday and my, I remember my heart dropped and I just slowly just paddled my way to shore. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, for, I, w- I when I say I was feeling like fear, yeah. I was like, I'm going to die. There's a shark mm. around me. It is circling me and it's going to kill me right now. And I need to be calm. And I just like, <laughs> I, I paddled to the shore and I got so anxious to get off the board and in that by the time I knew that the ground was like, I could like touch the ground. I jumped off the board, but there were so many rocks and coral mm that I sliced the bottom of my foot so deep. Keep going. And it hurt so bad, but I was still so I was still just being fueled by fear that I just mm-hmm. kept going. And by the time I got reality, you know, I I got to shore and reality sunk in and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm bleeding like profusely." And I, you know, tended to it and it was fine. It wasn't like that extreme, but it was very painful. And it just, it is a, it is a fear is a funny little drug. And once it takes over, you, you know, you do, you make choices that you may have otherwise not considered. I mean, that's the root of phobias to bring it back to like kind of the whole theme of this little triple feature we're doing is like, what is a phobia? Because like I said, like I was going to mention this earlier, we all have this like natural fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. You go into a, you go into the ocean, a shark could get you. You've seen Jaws. Like it's going to have, it's in the back of your head. You go into the woods, a bear might get you. And it is funny that like just through talking to you and getting your side of it and like your fear and then watching a movie like this and then like talking about that scene from The Revenant and just kind of like, it's sort of concentrating all of it into one conversation. 
I'm like, oh, like I, I can like chew You're on like, it. You're like, I'm really scared so of bears potent. now. Yeah, truly <laughs> though. Like I'm like actually like more afraid of it. I'm sorry. But at the same time, the, you know, the beautiful thing about fear and the same thing with like watching horror movies is the more you sort of are aware of it and immerse yourself in it, you were afraid, but also feel a little, there's like this like subconscious, like you're prepared in a way. You know, where other people might not even be aware of these things that were like, okay, I'm afraid, but I know it's there. Yeah. So now I know it's like uh, Jen in this movie. It's like you're forced to sort of contend with that fear. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like we do that by like talking about it. So it's kind of, there's a benefit to it basically, but. All right. Well, our series on fears is not over yet. We have Mm-mm. braved the spiders. We have braved the yep. black bears. Next, mm-hmm. we will brave the elevators. Specifically because of confined spaces. Ah, uh, yes. Confined spaces. Um, oh, good. You know what's one of the worst confined spaces things in a movie besides the descent? I was going to say the descent, but. Fucking Ace Ventura 2, when he's coming out of that the rhino. And I've never thought about it. Arms it's are too funny. stuck, and he's squ- oh, but it's so funny. How can you God. even think about it that way? All I can think all about, I'm thinking about is how hilarious it is. Oh, he's coming out, and his arms are guys. I'm so stuck claustrophobic. Down. Like that Ugh. is making me cringe. Yeah, I'm so claustrophobic that I couldn't pick movies that were truly like movies I couldn't watch. So are you saying that we need to switch your movie to Ace Ventura 2? <laughs> yeah. No, our next movie, we're not switching. There's no one. There's no switcherooskies. Like I could like throw up just at the thought of like the descent when yeah. she starts crawling through the already tight space. Oh, I oh, love that. And then God. the like, and then all of a sudden you hear it just go. And the person who was calm was like, move. I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up, just shut up. I love it. Shut the fuck. I love it so There's much. a documentary. I think it's the I think it's the one with Will Smith on Disney Plus called Welcome to Earth, where they have they're basically climbing through this quote unquote, for lack of a better term, cave. It is not a cave. It is like a long, thin slab with no there's barely any room above you, and you kind of just have to shimmy through mm. for like hours. Like, no, nope. no, 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 nope. no. At some point, I need to, like, wiggle my arms. If I can't do that, put a fucking bullet in my head. Like, I I would rather die <laughs> than have to know that I had a few hours to, like, crawl through a tight space. <laughs> I think I'm right there with you. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't I'll like go. it. And no. this kind of ties into your what you had mentioned when we were setting up this series where you don't like the um what's the we we struggled finding the word for this involuntary confinement basically like oh like it confined oh, well I, well that was him being accused of a crime that he didn't yeah do. i'm scared of but being, that's what i mean spending it's, time it's, it's in the, the clinic it's, it's the same kind of idea though it's like restriction outside of your control like i well, didn't ask well, for this i don't deserve this like i'm being held against my will another thing that i had mentioned in a previous episode is that I cannot stand watching people in movies be in straight jackets oh, because it makes yes. me just like want to stretch my arms out 
And like, mm-hmm. I had said that, I had said that if I wasn't crazy, being in a straight jacket would put me, would make, would make me crazy. Um, mm-hmm. I would hope I became, I lost my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That I couldn't even like be conscious of the fact that I was in a straight jacket. Well, we're going to talk more about claustrophobia um, on our next episode when we watch the movie Devil. Um, so the you devil. do not want to miss that. Um, listeners, we want to hear about your phobias. Uh, reach out to us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at How I Met Your Monster or on Twitter and Letterboxd at I Met Your Monster. Guys, there's so many social media outlets out there. I don't like it, but yeah. we're on them. So Just find wait us until our only and fans tell us about your phobia. Out. And yeah, wait till our OnlyFans comes out. Um, where can our listeners find you guys on social media? Oh, just just check whatever, Wolf Mother Casey. I might be on there. I might not. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> I'm here. I'm there. Yeah. I might be somewhere. Awesome. Um, um. <laughs> no, I'm on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at Danny Salem. Uh, Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, Salem, S-A-L-E-M-M-E. That's two M's, like the candy. Um, mm, and as mm-hmm, the classic mm-hmm. saying goes, melt in your butt, not in your hands. Mm-hmm, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Just wonderful. Uh, and you can find me on social media at Zach Winsick. We didn't make one gay bear joke. Oh, my God. We didn't make a gay bear joke. Well, let's do it. Let's now. do it. Bears now. are gay. I don't know if I've ever been with a bear before. No, no bears. in your I've life never yet? been with a bear. Yes. Yeah, say yet. Yeah, Sorry. Sorry, Cody. <laughs> it's coming. Cody's <laughs> on his way. Your, Cody's on his is way. Is it not your He's time? almost there. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just I'm trying to think of like any time I've I mean, I must have. I think you would remember if you were I'll with have a bear. To, well, now I want to like now I feel like I'm not confident about the definition. I feel like I have an idea in my head of like what a a bear it's is. It's a big, but maybe, burly, hairy man. Yeah. Just like a Yeah, maybe it's the hairiness. I don't yeah, like it's too much hair. the hairiness. It's like, yeah. Ooh, what's going on? I'm going to get lost in the woods kind of thing, you know? Ah, like a bear would say. Mm-hmm. It all comes back to bears. Huh. Well. Mm. Big gulps, huh? See you later. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. Now go meet some monsters. Okay.